Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast with our host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. Um... First, we'd love if you left a review. We keep these things free. We want to leave them five days a week. And also, if you, <laughs> what allows us to pay the bills and keep everything going is tcheaps.com. So if you're loving Coach Unplugged, you're loving High School Hoops, you're loving this five-minute basketball coaching podcast, tcheaps.com is a great way to give back and also become a better basketball coach and work on your craft. So go over and check it out, and let's get off the podcast. All right, Coach. Um, all right, so – Favorite practice drill thing you do in practice thing you do with the team, whatever. What is there any specific thing you would, I call them golden nuggets, but any golden nuggets you'd like to share with the listeners? Yeah, I'll go, I'll go defense here. Um, I'll go, I'll go defensive drill that night. I got when I was at Creighton. Uh, they it's call probably 80, 20. Most people pick offense rather than defense. So this is good. <laughs> okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's a, there's a drill. Uh, they called it Georgetown closeouts is what, is what coach McDermott called it. And you've got, let's say you're like at Jan and we've got our white team and our black team uniforms. So let's say the white team goes first. You've got a player on the baseline on the corner uh, and then right in the middle underneath the basket on the baseline and then on the opposite corner. So the ball starts in one, and then you have your such a white team. And then you have your black team lined up on uh, the perimeter. So you've got one on the wing, top of the key, and the wing. That makes sense? Yep, That's kind yep, of the lineup of yep. it. So you've got your white team in line, and then you've got your, on the baseline, and then you've got your black team in line on the, on the perimeter to kind of fill in as it, as it happens and flows. So start one corner. As you pass, you pass corner to baseline to the middle and then to corner. As soon as that pass goes from the corner to the middle, you're closing out to the opposite wing. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you're going, you're, you're passing baseline to middle 
and your closeout guy is the opposite wing. Okay. The, so that's a, that's the middle guy on the baseline. That's space. Yeah. 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 And you're not not like pass slow, like pass it slow, like you're zipping it, like okay. it's moving. So your pass goes from uh, corner, then the baseline guy he closes out top of the key, so he's closing out to the offensive player on the top of the key. And then the corner guy is actually passing it to the uh, that wing, that opposite wing the, that was being closed out to. He's passing it to him. So the ball is being passed in almost a square, like a rectangle. Right, yep. And then the guy in that corner is now, he's closing out to the opposite wing as well. Okay. So that, are you with me? So yeah, ball yeah. That's a, it's a lot of space. It's a lot of space to move, but that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So if you go baseline, the ball goes from baseline to middle baseline to other corner baseline to now the wing, top of the key, wing. So that last guy, the guy who passed it from the corner to the first wing, he's got a heck of a closeout because the offense, they're really – the defense sometimes ties to like slowly pass it or give you a little bit of a nonchalant pass. Right. They kind of give themselves some time, maybe a little air time on the pass. The offense, though, they know as soon as it gets to the, the wing, I'm going. So that closeout guy from the opposite, like that second opposite closeout from corner to wing, tough. And guys are, I mean, they're, they got to be flying. Like if yeah, not so, going, so let's talk about closeouts. How do you teach closeouts? Do you, do you, is there anything specific you teach with closeouts? Yeah, so it's interesting. So again, and right now, Coach Jefferson does choppy feet, two-hand closeouts. So he's choppy feet. Yep. And I've had to adjust because when I was in Milwaukee, we had two different staffs because I was G League, and we stayed for both. Um, Jason Kidd taught it uh, very similarly to the choppy, but there was a little bit of difference, and, like, it, it was kind of confusing in some regards. But then Buddenholzer, so how they teach it is as you close out, you hop. So, like, it's not really a choppy feet. It's kind of a full sprint, quick hop, yeah. hand up, because what they're trying to do is their, their main concern is, I want you to take a mid-range two. So I'm getting there as fast as I can. I'm going to hop, high hand. And even if I jump and I got to do a flyby, in most cases, they're going to be okay with that because they're saying that you're a really good three-point shooter and I'm going to give you a mid-range two over letting you get catch and shoot three. Because in the league, I mean, dudes are catching it and if you're not hand – and even when they're hand face, I mean, you saw it last night a couple times, like J.J. Red, like hand face, whack. Like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but, like, that's where they're okay with you hop, being on balance, and if you leave your feet to do a flyby, I'm, I'm good because that means JJ Reddick might have to take a mid. I know. I didn't watch last night because I wanted. To, I want the Bucks game was the one first one I wanted to watch, so I, I refused to watch last night. I was going to wait till you'll see it. You'll see it a little bit. I'll see it tonight. I watched. I watched the Bucks. It, it looks like an AAU league, to be honest with you. It looks uh, like it looks uh, like a summer league. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. So I I agree with that. I. First of all, there's not one correct way, in my opinion. There's not one correct way to do anything. 
the game has changed. I agree. I don't think that I don't think the two hand up is necessarily wrong or right. I work on closing out on the right with the correct hand. Like if you're a right-handed shooter, I'm closing out with that left hand rather than a coming across the body. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a yeah. right-handed. The percentages drop about eight to ten percent if you close out with the correct hand. And okay. even the, in 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 the lower down you go, the the run by is okay because most kids can't like fake. They'll miss the, you running by them is so disheartening because you're behind them then. Yeah, their percentage. I mean, I I've done some. I'm a stats teacher. I've done some stats on this, and okay, obviously with JJ Redick, you probably run by him with a Mack truck, and it wouldn't matter. But right. a lot of people, when you actually even run by them, it it, it because you're behind them then, so you can come back this way. They don't right. know where you are to the most yeah. part, so it forces off the line. Um, yeah, and then that closeout with the correct hand drops a. Per, it's crazy how much it drops a percentage. Interesting. Um, because it's that millisecond, right? Because if you're yeah. closing out with the correct hand, your right hand shooter, I'm closing out with the left hand. You know, we actually work about it. this guy's a lefty. You got to close out with the right hand. Yeah. You know, rather than the because yeah. most That's people have wild. a dominant hand. So now, in your like, do your guys absorb that? Like, uh, is, <laughs> is that uh, we're, we're good? But if they're like, if they're in the top ten in our league, shooters. Um, yes, because usually the, my best defender will be on their best probably, or my okay. best three-point defender will be on their best one, and that kid usually can absorb it. Okay. Can my seventh guy on the bench absorb it? Probably not. Um, yeah. But the closeout, like, it is like a death sentence if we don't close out. Like, I, like you said, I'd rather have them run by it yeah. and do something to force off that line. Um, now that goes into my whole second theory about the mid range jumper, which I think in five to 10 years, there's going to be a huge, there's going to be a huge shift back. Um, and I might be wrong on this, but it's open. Like at my level, the mid range is open. Yeah. Like if you can shoot a 12 to 15 footer yeah. at a good clip, you're going to get open shots. Oh yeah. You know what so, I mean? And, and, and offenses are always looking for ways to exploit, yeah. um, now, is it as effective analytically? Well, no, but if you have two or three kids that can shoot that at a 50-60% clip, then it yeah. then it might then the analytics might change a little bit. So I think there's going to be cuz the game has become so far spread out like attack uh -huh. the rim or three. Exactly. Uh, that there's this grand canyon in between that's just wide open. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So I'm, I'm, I'm working on my active listening right now, too, because I'm like, I got something I want to share, but I'm like, I need to keep listening. No, 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 no. Go um, ahead. Go ahead. No, so that's I good. Think you're gonna, I think you're going to love this, Steve. So this, uh, I'm, I'm a stats guy as well. Um, I've become maybe a little bit less, but as, I, as we try and be productive and, and efficient and effective and, and, and become and live in greatness, um, what is that stat? Like, what, what is – if I had, like, if I gave you the box score, right, 
we've kept box scores for the beginning of maybe probably not when they had peach baskets, but at some point box scores have been around advanced analytics didn't exist a whole lot, but box scores have for a very long time outside of the final score. Cause that's like, everyone would probably say this. What do you think the most important, in your opinion, the most important stat that proves success out of all the stats in the box score? Outside of the final score, you can't pick that. You can't one. pick the final score. The problem is it depends on the box score. I would say definitely turnovers would be something I would say would be important, but probably free throws that are in the box score that I can do math with. Hey, can you say that again? You kind of cut out. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Um, I would say I would say turnovers, but I'm not sure turnovers are in most box scores, so you can't. I can't really use that statistic. So I would use free throws. Okay, free throws. So like. Free throw attempts. Free free, throw. Yeah, the either free throw attempts, free throw percentage, free throw because you know if you're if we're talking of all time, you know the three point line wasn't even here for a while. Okay, so let's go. My fault. Let me let me go to just the the three point line era then, just the three point line era of all those box scores and you're probably looking at three point three point line percentage. That's what we, is that is that the stat in your mind? Probably that or free throws, but I'd probably take three point percentage. Probably. Okay. So I did, and now I haven't done it in in a great depth, but I did it within all of Division Two this year. So Division Two gets twenty three automatic bids to the NCAA tournament. Okay. Okay. So twenty one of the twenty three teams that. Um, got into the tournament. So that, that meant they either won their conference tournament or they finished first in their league because most cases they got in that large um, or the second place team that fin- finished second. That's 91. It, it came out to like 91%. I got to make sure I explain this right. I guess I'll give you it for field goal percentage. So just overall field goal percentage, if you were – and hopefully this makes sense. I kind of confused you maybe a little bit there. Um, overall field goal percentage. If you were in the top, if you had the best field goal percentage, you either won your conference tournament, you finished first in your league in standings, or you finished second 91% of the time in division two. And what percentage was that? Oh, you're talking, so it, it, that that I didn't that they okay. varied. They okay. just they had the best percentage in their league. They were the best shooting team, basically. They were the best shooting team in their league. And the best shooting team happened like again, ninety-one percent. You either finished first or second, or you won your conference tournament. The best shooting team did that. Ninety-one percent of the time. There were a couple outliers, like it's funny, actually in our league, the team who came in second in our league. They won their side, so they were in second in the standings. They were like the 15th best shooting team, but they took, um, I think it was like 500 more shots than like right. the next closest because they were the best rebound, offensive rebounding team. They were plus eight. Yeah. So you have some outliers, but stats-wise, I'll, I'll send it. I'll send it. Yeah, to some you. lurking variables. You have lurking variables. I use the stats terms. You have things that you don't know are occurring. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's lots of there's lots of lurking variables. Uh, 
That's the mid range. You got to be able to shoot. That goes back to what I was saying though with the mid range. Like if you yes. if you can shoot that mid range, the problem is some kids. I think it's Bob Huggins said you're open for a reason because you can't. <laughs> you <laughs> no know, the problem is you got to figure out who can shoot that mid range. I mean, I've had guys that that's like a layup. Like if they're open, it's like a layup. That's what it's got to become for that yeah. to be effective. I think it's got to be exactly. like, I'm going to shoot this and it's going in like done. Let's run to the other side, you know? Um, all right. Perfect. That's great. Coach. Thank you. Sports social podcast network. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit.